Hello, you beautiful fucks. This is the Becoming Human podcast, and I'm your host, Will Nelson. In this podcast, we'll be exploring the diverse perspectives throughout life, and specifically focusing on the ones that we don't happen to come across every day, or ones that I think we can really relate to. We'll also be exploring the people's pursuit of happiness, and, well, more specifically, their pursuit of fulfillment. And in this episode, I was walking down the street in Bellingham, and I happened to come across my new friend, Dylan. He, we sat down, and we basically kind of talked about life as a whole, and his pursuit of fulfillment, why he chose to live outside, and also his take on um, local government, uh, given his unique situation. In future podcasts where... I'm going to take a different approach, a more directed approach. Um, In this podcast, I was kind of trying to feel it out, how it was to interview um, people in this type of predicament. Um, And I apologize for the noise. We are switching recording from the restaurant to um, doing an indoor recording on the next podcast. So just bear with me while we go through growing pains. Um, before we begin, I'd like to talk about an event that's coming up July 30th at the Xfinity Arena in Everett. So if you happen to be around then, or if you are looking for a reason to come to the Seattle and Everett area, um, pick up some tickets on www.wsof.com, use the code word COBLE, C-O-B-L-E, and... This fight's really interesting to me because my good friend Matt Coble is fighting on the card and he has dedicated his entire life to this. He is really interesting because he constantly pursues his dreams and seeks fulfillment in kind of an uncharacteristic way, I guess, to a lot of people, whereas we would be uh, punching in and out of a clock and so forth, and trying to do our dreams on the side. He's spends pretty much all day, every day, on what he really believes in and what really interests him. And I think we all kind of strive for that in the end. So it's really interesting to see someone go and perform, all of these fighters too. And it's just the summation of every moment that they've put to training is displayed right there. And it's going to be a blast. And if you can't make it to the Xfinity Arena on July 30th, you can watch it on NBCSN at 7.30 Pacific Time on live. Well, here we go. This is my friend Dylan. Um, I ran into him today, and I think he has an interesting story to tell. Um, All right. So, Dylan... What's your pursuit of happiness? Like, what do you do to, I guess, what's the point of living your life? Like, what do you try to do day to day? Make myself and others around me as happy as possible. To be a uh, probably a goal of mine. I dig that. I dig that. And what's brought you up to like Bellingham? Uh, just visiting around. I mean, I, I was up in Canada for a while. Oh, really? Back down here, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, I was living in a snow cave in Canada. A snow yeah. cave in Canada? Yeah. What? How did you come across that? I want to hear about oh, that. I, well, I, I like, got out of the Navy. I got uh, discharged from the Navy. Uh-huh. Medically discharged. So I came back. They sent me back to where I flew out of, which was I flew out of uh, Seattle. Uh-huh. So 
I went up to Canada and met some friends that actually I hadn't met on Xbox Live, which is kind of weird. Whoa, that's so cool. Them, and they're like, oh, just come up here and crash with us. What? So I crashed with them a little bit, and then I like found out there was a lake nearby, so I kind of just was like, yeah, I'm going to go by the lake. Really? Yeah. That is so cool. And was it like in the dead of winter because the snow mm-hmm. came? Yep. What? It was like September to March. Holy crap, yeah. was it hard or was like Snow Cave Keeper where it was just easy? I put those space blankets, the reflective space blankets. Yeah. I put those things everywhere. That's bad. It was so close. It was like 75 to 80 degrees. Oh my god. That is fucking cool, man. What made you want to stay in the Snow Cave as opposed to, you know, the conventional go find some place and figure your shit out? Well, it was kind of like the first time I had been on, out like on my own. Yeah. And like have nowhere to go, so I was just like, why not? Whoa. Because like, I used to watch like survival shows all the time. Yeah. I kind of had a concept of what to do. Uh huh. But like trying it out was really fun. That must have been a crazy experience, though, just kind of having to figure it out on your own. One of my best experiences happened there. I woke up at like 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> to wake up. Like, I woke up and I took a piss. And then I like lit a cigarette and I looked up. And I was like, oh, there's Northern Lights right above me. Are you and I, like, serious? Dancing around and I was just. Whoa! This is great. This that, must, about. that must have been like the most defining moment yeah, that of your was life. Like a, like a spiritual moment. Wow! Like, like, and see, that's what I think a lot of people miss when they kind of go on more of the conventional path. You know what I mean? Always locked up inside somewhere, and they're moving too fast. You know? The whole concept of life is moving too fast. Yeah. Man. Everyone needs to slow down and be alone. That's that's incredible. And uh, so you ended up leaving like the snow cave situation? Oh yeah. Really? Well, I, I came back down and then I, um, I went down to California for a little bit and then I came back up. Oh really? Yeah. What brought you down to California? Just wanted to see California. Yeah, man. Probably gonna go back down and then probably make my way to towards like Panama. Uh huh. Oh, Panama. What brings you up down there? Just the culture? And- yeah. And- it's just relatively cheap to have fun in. Yeah. It's like five cent beers. See, that's, what I, that's what I was telling. Like, I had this old dude. I was um, I was working, installing some glass or fixing this glass on his RV. And he's telling me, oh, America, costs so much to live here and I'm bored now that I don't work. And I'm like, well, what do you do? He's like, well, I just chill on my recliner and I watch TV. And it's boring. I want to go back to work. And I'm like, well, why don't you go live life? You have no nothing holding you back. And yeah. he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you can go to Thailand, and it's 38 cents for a really nice meal, $5 a day for a cabana on the beach. And he's like, what, really? And I just saw, like, the fire light in his eyes. Like, the little kid yeah. came back at him, man. And it's sad, because <laughs> seeing that kind of made me think that that's dead. It a is. lot of people, man. It is. A lot of people... Have conformed to society so hard, it's like almost society is like a crutch. As in how? Like it's just people. People are too like. There's too many images and advertising. Yeah, how you're supposed to be living. The, yeah, these predetermined paths you could take. Doing. And, I mean, once I broke away from that, I was like, no, this is not. Mm-hmm. And do you think that's like based off of uh, consumer culture? This whole buying and oh, fucking. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. I mean, this town is actually based around, so, like, it's solely based around money. I mean, they mm-hmm. used to have benches, I've heard, that you could sit down in. Yeah. And just the other week, I got a ticket for sitting down on the ground for $150. What? Just for sitting on the sidewalk counting my change. Are you kidding me? He's like, I told you not to sit down before, and I've been told, like, one other time, and I was like, yeah. I'm just going to sit down because I want to sit down. Like, this is 
fucking retirement. That's crazy. So he's like, well, I'm just going to have to write a ticket now. And I'm like, great. That, what? That's like a misrepresentation of the culture and the people around here. I know. You know what I mean? You're trying to hide everything. Like, it's, it's horrible. But even when, like, one of the, I'm actually good friends with one of the cops. I've got a, like, relationship uh-huh. built now. He actually took me out to lunch one time, and he was like, yeah, there used to be benches out here, but the town decided to take them away because they didn't want people sitting down and wasting their time and not spending money. Whoa, really? Yeah. That is nuts, <laughs> man. Yeah. That makes complete sense, though, because it's just, it's that whole buyer culture. And it's only within, it's only in downtown. There's no sitting ordinance. What? They want people to come, spend their money, and leave. That's ridiculous, man. That's That shows you almost like, in a, in a small way our whole our country as a whole and even just all the way down to government how it's just about they're not concerned with the people that occupy and make the country they're concerned with the products that we put they're out consumed. It's, they're concerned about the money yeah making off exactly and, uh, consumers. and keeping these big companies yeah afloat because they I, I believe like they see it as the big companies are what make our country. In reality, it's the people. It's the people as an individual. And this town's like, it's all, it says based on like local like businesses. But I mean, the Whatcom Transit Authority, the WTA, owns all these buildings on railroads. So these small businesses are not actually like, they're, they're their own business, but they're still paying yeah. WTA every month for rent. Holy crap. And I think other countries, have you left this country before, other than Canada? No, no, not other than Canada. I think like other countries like Holland and stuff like that, oh, they yeah. have it right. Cause they I mean, just, they've got everything yeah. down. I mean, their crime rates are so low, it's insane. Exactly, man. They, but it, their crime rates are so low and everything there is like legal. Like, yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to go. I mean, even what's going on with like the presidential campaign right now is mm-hmm. just... Unfathomable to me. Like I can't believe the two people that are might be president or might be president. They're they're like the equivalent <laughs> of like um, freaking reality it's shows. Like reality stuff. presidential now. Yeah, who's yeah, gonna be like the fakest president we can possibly it's, have? It's a fucking joke, man. <laughs> it's it's so god. Funny. It just shows you how poor our system is in reality. And honestly, if you just think about it, like Donald Trump might be president. Yeah, I know. And then, Donald Trump. If, and if, I guess if Hillary, if she gets the, the nominee, they're waiting to finish the, uh, allegedly, they're waiting to finish the investigation until the elections go through, so then Trump would default. That's, yeah, that's crazy. It's going to be Hillary and, Ber- or not Bernie, it's Hillary and... <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, Trump's going to win, unfortunately. Yeah. It's, it's Bernie nuts. doesn't have a chance. Yeah, no. And plus, he's so old. Like you see, all the presidents, they go into office, and then when they get out, yeah, George Bush, Obama actually too. Obama had like black hair, yeah, He looks dead. It's only eight years, man. I know. Bernie's just gonna be dead by the time if he was in office. Yeah. The time he gets out, I don't know what they'll do with him. But I think maybe though a uh, Trump would be a rock bottom, so people would become so fed up after Trump would be elected that it would cause a big systemic change. Oh yeah, that like, people would rise. Maybe what we need is a huge change. Yeah, terrible, something needs to like rock the system, man. Yeah, and, something needs to make people like vote for this guy just utterly angry. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and like, then everyone would do this. A complete upheaval. 
Yeah, because I, I don't know. I think basically we're like operating on rules and systems established so long ago that it's irrelevant today. Today is nothing like it was when they made the Constitution. And oh, no. It's, yeah. We don't have, like, to talk to people in other towns, you don't got to ride a fucking horse or send a goddamn bird. Yeah, <laughs> send a bird. Yeah. Great. <laughs> kind of want to go back to those days. Yeah, I know. Everything's a little bit more... More on like a personal level. Exactly, and it's more valuable because it's not instantly accessible. Like that, that's what I learned is if something's really easy, we tend to not enjoy it or not value it as high. Yeah. Unfortunately, but what I think is crazy though is like in this in this day and age, like I have uh, one of my good friends. He he was kind of talking about. How like because he doesn't have this big job and stuff like that, he can't hold find these people who want stable relationships because they don't take him seriously as a person. And I think that's ridiculous because this guy did exa- he found something he really enjoyed and he stuck his neck out and he goes for it. That's all he does is what he enjoys. But it shows that we as a society just care about whoever hoards the most money. And like I think it's yeah, it's ridiculous, man. I have so much time to actually do things that, like, I would love to learn how to do. Like, I don't have a vape my, myself, but mm-hmm. I have a bunch of friends that all work at the smoke shop over there. And yeah. They all vape. So I'll pick up theirs and I'll start blowing O's. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm starting to get, like, actually decently good at it. Like, I can bend them around and shit. Oh, whoa. Okay. And I don't even own one. So. That's so cool. Right. I've seen people like on video someone doing like a jellyfish one. I can do that. Oh, really? Holy crap, man. Blow it out and then you blow inside. That's crazy. The, um, did you ever expect to be where you are today, though? It just out of curiosity. No. no? What, what do you think was like the biggest turning point that brought you there? Probably working for, like, to protect my country. Mm-hmm. And then getting, like, discharged for putting something for not saying that I had ADHD when I was six. Are you serious? Yeah. That's what they discharged me for. Whoa. The year after I was in. I was over in Italy and fucking they sent me back. What? No. That is crazy, man. It's a bunch of bullshit. Especially over something little like that. Did they just leave you hanging or was there anything like extra afterwards that they gave you or reimbursed? Kind of were just like I was like, are you kidding me? I went through two two months of boot camp and then eight months on patrol on a little submarine and you're going to kick me out? That's ridiculous, man. Over something so little and insignificant. Or being hyper when I was a kid. Mm, yeah, exactly. But that's that crap's crazy, too, because I believe that, like... It's, it's kind of our culture. It's just because you want to get up and our culture today emphasizes stillness. You know what I mean? Just because you're different. Oh, yeah. You're a little, bit, you're a little bit act, you're more active than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something's right, wrong with you automatically. Exactly. I believe only something... It's not something's wrong with you. But the thing that I believe is that uh, when there's something to look deeper into or whatever... Uh, is when it interferes with your life on a daily basis. Because that's that that's a problem. And I don't think that it's a problem for what I've seen with people who have ADD or ADHD. 
Like you don't have someone sitting there and they cannot they cannot meet their needs and live their life because of it. Like I mean, it's yeah, it's crazy. No, there's no nothing that holds you back. Mm-hmm. You just have a little bit. I mean, you're like honestly, you pay more attention to detail. More I'd rather have someone that knows, like, is always looking at shit. Mm-hmm. Like people like the dog, the dog. Uh, Dogs just always looking around. Yeah, stuff. all I'd rather aware. have the guy on the battlefield next to me that's looking around at everything. Exactly. Noticing the guy that's popping up in the corner over here with the sniper and stuff. And being able to react quickly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it's incredibly useful in a lot of ways because I even had a buddy who is, uh, he has ADD and was, he, he's, I guess, he's more active. I wouldn't even call it ADD. Basically, but when he smokes uh, weed, if he smokes indica, he yeah. gets up. And if he like smokes sativa or took an upper, he goes down. And so that's kind of how I gauge it on he's a little different uh, actively. Oh, yeah. But he's he's like, he is acutely aware of everything that's going on. Never caused him a problem. He can chill and write. He can sit down and paint. It's not, doesn't fucking bother him. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, I think that label, though, is it's, it's horrible, man. Destructive to kids, too. Oh, man, it destroys them. Because then they put you on freaking basically meth. Mm-hmm. Meth for kids. Yeah, exactly. And it just screws up. Like, I stopped taking my pills because it made me feel like such a different person. It wasn't even yeah. myself anymore. I've heard, like, zombie effect from that. Yeah, I was just not liking it. I was going to be. I want to be myself. I want to be how I came out. Exactly. And who's to say that your consciousness is something you shouldn't experience? You know what I mean? Like, that's the biggest thing is that. Uh, the way that you see something, the way that I see something, it's always going to vary because no two individuals sees the world the same or anything like that. So I can never say that you're wrong or that I'm right in that sense and how you see the world and how you behave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you infringe upon my happiness, but that's it. Yeah. I'm fucking woke there. Do you think that's changing though over time? Or not really? I think so. I think eventually, like, I think we're just kind of stuck in this page where, like, the old people, like, old racists and the old, like, fuck gays and homos and shit, like, that close minded shit. Out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least I hope so. I, it's always going to be there. Mm hmm. Because nothing ever, like, really dies away. Yeah, you always, you always have an extreme of something. Mm -hmm. But <coughs> I think. <coughs> won't be as um, dominant because the internet's interesting man it's almost like if you think about it it's a bridge to connect minds and if you have access to everyone's thoughts you know mostly if people post stuff online all the a lot of the time if I have access to every experience you've experienced that means that I have access to everyone's knowledge so then you think much more varied you don't you're not only exposed to one perspective yeah well, you're gonna get down to California and go back to surfing? Yeah. Probably. I'm probably gonna make my own board first. Really? I definitely wanna learn how to make my own board. How do you do. What do you need for that? Like, special kind of Ooh, that sure. would be cool. If you can, I mean, I would love to go out and, like, find my own, like, tree. Mm hmm. 
Like cut it down and then just start scraping away. Whoa. I would love to do that. Yeah, it would be so so much more intimate yeah, too. Be, I don't I think I would like definitely connect more with yeah. myself if I was writing something that I put my own time and my own like, money. Exactly, you know? man. Dude, and that would just that would be incredible. I think it'd be really fun to learn how to do it. Or build my own or yeah, make my own surfboard or make my own skateboard. Probably both at some point. That would be really cool. Especially skateboard. Doing like the multiple layers and stuff like that. Yeah. That'd be killer, man. But uh and then you're heading down to you wanna head down to Panama? Yeah, I wanna go South America. Oh damn. Definitely. Especially if Trump gets elected and there's a giant wall put around it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Wanna get down there before that. Yeah, before I boxes us into our cage. Yeah. It'd be crazy. It'd be a lot easier to get through. And um, have you met anybody like interesting on your travels that really stuck out to oh, you? Oh yeah, man, there are a lot of people there. There's so many hippies and travelers around, it's crazy. There's so many that just go through this town. Like like two or three days. Oh, United States, Canada kind yeah. of deal. Whoa. They're all either going up to Canada or just coming up to like because they heard about it. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Some of them were hopping the freight trains to go to Canada and some of them were hopping them back down to go to California. Oh, whoa. That is so cool. This is like Train Central too, yeah. right? There's a lot of train hoppers oh. here. Have you ever uh, hopped trains before? I have not. I'm terrified. Yeah, that, was, that scares the crap out of me. I would have to have somebody that knows what they're doing and like... I wouldn't do it myself the first time. Uh, we thought it'd be a good idea when I was a kid, and I, yeah, I was scared the shit out of me, man. You fuck, you know, I mean, if like you miss, pretty much fucked. Yeah. So. Damn. Getting caught's not really a problem, because I mean, hiding seems easy, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you do get caught, it depends on where you were. I've heard some stories where, like, they call them bulls, like the security guards that walk and yeah. check the trains when they stop. Mm-hmm. I heard someone just, like, get the shit out of me. Really? Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Well, it's technically you're trespassing, so. Trespassing on federal property, too. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's my goal. I want to at least do it once. Who's traveling that four months? East Coast or West Coast? Mm-hmm. Probably West Coast. But, like, you keep it all West Coast, huh? Yeah. No, I mean, I've gone. I've been all over this. Really? Yeah, I've been Florida. I've been all around the South, the Southern states. All oh, the southern states. And I've been up to Illinois, uh, Minnesota, um, Mississippi. Uh, I haven't been to Oregon yet. Oh, I've been through Oregon. I just haven't really stopped. Yeah, I enjoy cooking in Oregon. Um, Washington, California, Hawaii, Alaska, Canada. I want to hit the East Coast really Yeah, bad. I do too, man. It seems like the culture is It'll be so like totally different. flipped, I think. Yeah. Like, it's on the other side of the freaking US, mm-hmm. so I think it would have to be flipped. And I, and I think they got they have to see the world differently. You know, it just, they seem more cold in a way. I need to go down to the, well, like, the southernmost, like, you can go in California. Because I've been up to Blaine, which is... The northern. Tip. Yeah, that's the tip of before you go to Canada. Mm-hmm. So, Farthest uh, northwest you can go. I've been farthest uh, southeast you can go. I've been to Key West, Florida. Oh wow! So I want to go to California. Is how far you can go in California, and then I want to go to Caribou, Maine, which is the other side. Whoa! So four points. That would be killer, man. That's what I'm hoping to do. Oh my gosh! 
So is that like your biggest goal is to just basically get to gather as much uh, interesting experiences yeah, as you can? see as much of the world as possible. Yeah, man. I mean, because what life do you live without actually seeing the world? I definitely want to go back to Italy at some point. What? Really? Oh, God. Damn. So that's, that's my first goal is uh, I think for Christmas I'm going to try to get out to Italy with my son. Yeah. My son's four, so it'll be perfect. I only went to Italy and like a little bit of Spain. Really? I didn't even just pass it. I was like in Spain for like an hour. Oh, what? I went back. I was like, nah. Oh, gosh. I don't like Spain. No, really? Why? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I got there and I was like, eh. You just go back. Yeah. (laughs) Take me back to Italy. (laughs) It was cool because I got stationed like on on the fucking patrol outside of Italy. And I had known this girl. She was a foreign exchange student, so she came down to my high school in Texas mm-hmm. uh, her freshman year and went back her sophomore year. And I like messaged her on Facebook. I was like, yo, this got stationed here. You should show me around. She's like, oh, come on up. And it turns out she lived like 10 minutes away from where I was. What? And I was like, what the fuck? That is so crazy. I got to see a girl that I haven't seen in like four years. Whoa. Before exchange student in her home country. And it was so cool because she was taking me around to all the best places and it was nice to have a translator. Really? Like, even to just, like, the local kind of places, Oh, yeah, too. all the places that, like, none of the other guys have been to. See, that's what I like, is when you actually get, like, a real cultural experience, not some of that touristy, no, just yeah, this was, shit. Like, she took me to, like, these underground, like, shows. Where, like, Whoa. Play music. It was actually, like, underground. Like, you go through what? this, you go into a subway, and then you, like, take this door that's just off on the side of nowhere, and uh-huh. it's just this open room where people are just jamming out. That's crazy. Like, oh, my this? gosh. <laughs> like, this is great. Yeah, that is nuts. And then people there are like, people are crazy though. Like, there's kids in bars that are like 13 years old, like drinking and stuff. What? Holy shit! Is there the age limit? There's low as hell. As long as you can see over the counter. Damn. That's crazy. They still live by that. <laughs> That's so crazy. There's a uh, did it. Did it seem crazy though, like as in like the party aspects as it gets here, or was it just different? It was their partying is a lot more like mellowed out, and people aren't like just getting smashed as fast yeah. as they can. I believe like they actually know how to use it appropriately in a certain way. They know how to use their wine appropriately. That's for sure. Really? Yeah. No oh, good. They like drink one glass of wine when they wake up, and then like one glass of wine before they go to bed. Really? I mean, it's supposed to like. I mean, they say it keeps themselves healthy, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've heard that. I feel like you drink a glass of wine at night, like that's actually supposed to be beneficial. Well, I think there was like a. We even had a court case over here, and they were trying to argue that. And they, uh, it, there was a bunch of research behind it, too. Yeah. Um, as long as you're not drinking the whole bottle. Yeah, exactly. It's moderate moderation, man. That's the most important thing. A beer will actually hydrate you, and if you're not. Like, if you just drink one beer, like. Really? There's enough water, and it'll actually hydrate you. Well, if you keep wow. drinking. Yeah. I think like we as a country don't know self control like the rest. Oh no, man. People here like get smashed as fast as we can. Yeah, exactly. Beer bong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ended up on campus actually. Have you been up to the campus? Uh uh, I haven't been up to the campus. You haven't been up to Western yet? Uh uh. It's so beautiful up there. Really? It's so clean. Oh my god. Like if you look on the ground outside there's just trash everywhere here. Yeah. You go up to Western, there's not even like a cigarette butt anymore. What? Not even like a single cigarette, but they have all these poles for smokers, and they actually use the poles. That is crazy so cool. Because of the college, 
Holy crap! <laughs> and everyone's uh, there's like really cool welcoming and stuff. Oh yeah, there's a uh, they call it the Arboretum, which is just uh, like these woods that are behind uh-huh. the uh, the campus, and everyone goes back there and smokes like pot. Like, really? Uh, like you can't walk through there without finding some like five or ten people smoking. Holy pot. crap! Dude, that's really there's cool. There's just like joint roaches and like once like half once all over the place. It's actually a box. Of, it's like the unfinished box, and people just throw all their shit in there. What? People can come by when they're out of pot and like. Take what they need. That's so cool. They have a really interesting uh, aspect of community here. Dude, they love the freaking man. They, this town is so in love with marijuana, and yeah, they've really embraced it. I'm kind of glad. I am too. I think it's it's just created more of an open mind for the whole community. It, you know? It's created more like an open mind on everything. Actually, mm-hmm. like, marijuana got legalized two years ago. Or was it three? And then, like, last year, they just legalized gay marriage. So mm-hmm. I, I think that was kind of like a gateway for everyone to start realizing that we're, like, this is, uh, these laws that we have are retarded. Exactly, and these judgments <laughs> that we have are so naive. We outlawed a plant. Yeah. <laughs> we made a plant that grows naturally in the wild without that, anybody taking care of it. Well, that can help us. Yeah, that has so many medical benefits to it, it's not even funny. Yeah, exactly. There's been yeah. cases where it's like people have actually smoked it and it's like they've had cancer and it's reduced their cancer so much. See, that's insane, man. It's like almost to nothing. Wow. That, and I. I think as a whole, like, with the, even the edible, because you know the edibles now, yeah. um, I guess what happens is, allegedly, I gotta do more research, but um, when you eat it, your liver turns it into a different kind of compound instead of THC, so it's actually more psychoactive, like mushrooms, and uh, people, what happens is when people, like, eat that often, is you become more empathetic is directly in relation to psychedelics. Like, you, it increases and expands. And so I think as a whole, it's just gonna increase and expand. You have more empathy for people, more openness, more of that, you know, it's, I think it's gonna be interesting. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm excited, <laughs> man. And they're even talking about uh, legislation for mushrooms and stuff like that now, right. too. It's crazy. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised, like, long, like long way down the road like I'm mm-hmm. sure everything is probably going to be legal eventually like stupid. I would say that cocaine is probably going to be the next one mm-hmm. to get legalized I mean it's already legal in Amsterdam and people don't yeah. off it all day mm-hmm. I think it's the reason why people in the other countries know how not to abuse something is because it's like open and accepted it's legal. It's yeah we not, talk about it all sketched out about it and like yeah. oh, I'm do of it exactly you don't People are like in the bars, just like. Yeah. And you see, and it's whatever. You see people like, oh, look, that guy fucked up because he used a bunch. Oh. Then you, you know what I mean? Here, yeah. it's like those people are kept quiet. Everyone looks down upon them. And this life is not black and white. Your experience is your experience. Mm-hmm. And there's something to appreciate about that. Really? Right? Yeah, I mean. Honestly, I admire, like, you should be able to do whatever you want. And you gotta, like, the craziest thing about drugs, which is, which has been really interesting to me, is that almost everybody who's created the biggest innovations were on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and including music, yeah. including science, everything. <laughs> They're freaking, um... Dude, all the actors that we see in these movies are, like... Half Lamar and cocaine, yeah. the other half smoke weed. So. Exactly, man. Apple, uh, Steve Jobs <laughs> attributes Jobs. Apple to acid. Like, <laughs> dude, the Beatles, that's all their music talked about. Exactly. 
It's almost he like what all the nowadays talks about is just how they like were writing these songs way the fuck up. Yeah, it's yeah. And, all right, no, uh, just together. Okay, then. merge them together. Okay. The uh, uh, paper babies. <laughs> paper babies. And the craziest thing that I heard is that uh, Socrates and Aristotle, the Greek philosophers, yes. they actually might have been on acid. Probably. A lot of the time, and that's where they got a lot of their the philosophy from. Dude, yeah, I mean, <laughs> these guys that are just sitting around thinking all day, what, else, what, do, you, what do you think they were thinking all day, man? <laughs> they had, like, some spiritual or religious, like, <laughs> practice, and it was, it was directly tied to, I think it was some psychoactive compound, man. That actually makes me feel really crazy. It's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> There's even other crazy stuff like, uh, you know, psilocybin mushrooms? Yeah. That's uh, allegedly. That compound is the closest compound in the planet to our neurons. Nothing else that comes close to, like, the structure. We're going to fucking trip. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. So, what do you think is like the ultimate form of happiness, though, like or fulfillment? Like, what if people were asking themselves, how how do they get the most out of life? How do they feel the most fulfilled? What would be your direction for that? Like, in through all your insights from your travels and your choices and stuff like that. Honestly, it differs from everybody, but in the end, like. You have to do what is going to make you happy at ultimately at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you. If you're, trying, if you're trying to make everyone else happy and you're not happy, then it's not really even worth it at that point. Exactly. Because, I mean, I hate to say, I kind of like, you got to look out after number one. Uh-huh. Make sure that you're happy and then your happiness will emanate into everybody else and make everybody else happy at the same time. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Your energy definitely affects other people. I kind of noticed that too, to be honest with you, because if I walk into a room, and like I've been trying this weird stuff, where <laughs> basically I walk into a room and I will be like, all right. I'm gonna walk into this room and I am going to be, I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna look people in the eye, stuff that I don't commonly do. Like, I don't look everybody in the eye because I feel like it's kind of an intimate thing. It's I know. weird. <laughs> I hate that. I'm always like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, what I tried to do though is because it seemed like I had a week, just one whole week, where it seemed like everyone was kind of a socially like closed off from me. And it felt like, like I was kind of being ignored, but not intentionally. So what I did was, one day, I, I tried it. I was like, I look people in the eye, and I started conversations first. And what happened was, everything changed. It was as if the people didn't change, it was just my outlook. But it changed so drastically that it blew my mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. The people that I thought were assholes turned out not to be assholes at all. Right? And, and that's what kind of brings me to like that situation, is that I believe that everybody has an interesting story to tell and it's just a matter of stripping away that that perspective that negative perspective that we have on things you know because yeah. everything nothing's black and white it's all scale of gray yeah fuck yeah man well it's been nice talking to you man hell yeah man
Appreciate meeting you, Dylan. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. That's a wrap, you beautiful fucks. I was really happy I got an opportunity to have a sit down with Dylan and explore why he chose to live outside. I know we did not dig as deep as I would like. So within the coming episodes, I will be going out and exploring different perspectives from the homeless and trying to kind of figure out what led them on that path and where they're going from there. I really don't believe that all of them are drug addicts. Um, I believe actually that a small percentage of them are. So this is going to be a really interesting area to pursue, but I'll break, I promise I'll break it up with uh, different perspectives and people going through different situations within life. But until then, you guys have fun and enjoy every single fucking moment.